What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the FM Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It is that time of the week once again, ladies and gentlemen, where we go through the weird and wild world of professional wrestling to tell you all the ups, the downs, the twists, the turns, and everything in between. Guys, normally I'd introduce myself as Benjamin Ben, but we're doing things a little bit differently this week. My name is Benjamin Falbo, and we're keeping things a little bit more real tonight. I pass things off to my co-host, the man usually known as Whole Milk Mike, but this week he is known as... Michael Santino. And to my right is the man who helps us out every single week, helps us get to the little crevices of wrestling we don't know to get to. Ladies and gentlemen, usually he's known as the Law Ray Ramunda, but this week you can simply call him... Raymond Sanchez. Now, the reason we're keeping shit real this week is because there were a lot of people this week in the world of wrestling, on social, who, uh... Tried to step up and be tough this week. Tried to be uh, Billy Badass, as it's said here in the business. And uh, these people proceeded to either be shoot out publicly or just raked across the coals on social media. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, we do. So, oh, I know where to begin, and yet I know where we should not begin, if that makes any sense. So, it really is. It's like... You can eat an elephant, but where the hell do you take that first fucking bite? Because there was a lot of shit that went on this week. So, Mike, I will leave it up to you. Where do you want... Before we get into it, obviously, Mike, how you doing tonight, buddy? Doing good. Had a pretty interesting week. Especially uh, after this weekend with uh, House of Glory uh, putting on another great show. We will get to that uh, later. And, 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 now, and finding out that my father's going to be at the next show is going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah, for those who don't know, Michael's uh, illegitimate, one of his three illegitimate fathers, uh, hardcore... How many father do you have? Don't ask. So many, so many. One of Mike's illegitimate fathers, hardcore Bob Holly, former hardcore champion, tag team champion, in- industry journeyman, will be at House of Glory, just kicking it old school, coming up very soon, so Mike couldn't be more excited about that. And Raymond, how are you doing tonight, muchacho? I'm tired. Yeah, join the f- <laughs> join the fucking <laughs> club, brother. That House of Glory show took it out of me. Yo, yeah, we got more independent stuff happening. We got Capital this weekend, so that's gonna I'm be. Other than that, I'm good. I'm nice. ready to do this. Nice. Start talking about the wacky world of wrestling. Let's talk about some wrestling. So, so- you asked me what, where we should start off with. Let's where, start off with. Where do you think we should start? Let's, let's take it to the bus. Let's go. Let's. <laughs> Right, I, I don't know what you would like to do, but... <laughs> hey, okay. Ben uh, usually says it. I tried to not make it awkward. 
let's start off with something in the WWE with Booker T. Uh, recently did, uh, he was on his own podcast and he claimed that Corey Graves is the real reason why he is taking off the Raw announced team. And he said, and I quote, if I catch him outside, he's going to get it bad. So, like, we, this is all that the story is built on at this moment. We don't actually know what Corey did to get him ousted. Is that, or is that, in, is that on the record? Booker T is implying that Corey Graves is the one that got him removed off the Raw announced team, and John's the coach, but this is the place. Like, kind of. This is what Booker T is claiming. So, a lot of it's just hearsay, basically. I would, I'd be more. I'd be in more. Frustration from Booker T's end. I would be more sympathetic to Booker T in his situation if he wasn't... I don't like saying things like this, but I'd be more sympathetic to him if he wasn't so unflinchingly garbage on commentary. I don't think I'm alone in saying that, honestly. He's a multi-talented individual. Hall of Famer. Amazing wrestler. Amazing talker. One of the best of all time. Can't do commentary for shit. I'm sorry. Right, like, honestly, like, remember when he did commentary in... 2013 and tw- no 2012 2013 it was fine but now like in his recent run on Monday Night Raw like he's fall- he's falling half asleep during the show he's mis- he doesn't know if he's a heel or a face he keeps badgering on about certain people and it gets annoying and, like Corey Graves said on uh, uh, Edge Christian show that there's sometimes where Booker T brings up a point and Corey Graves has to try and like spin it to a way he's like it would make sense but even he said like it's like it's not impossible. Because he can't understand what book is he saying because he, like, stutters a lot. Yeah, I think... I'm not even going to say... I don't know. When I heard this story and everything about Booker T saying this and that, I'm not going to disagree with Ben saying that he was horrible. I'm just going to say, at the same time, Booker T, yes, he's a Hall of Famer. He knows the business, but he was getting stale. At the same time, we love JR, we love King, but we knew it was their time to go. Booker, I'm sorry, brother, but you have your own promotion to get to. You're still on the pre-show, I believe. You're running. Isn't he running for, isn't his ass running for mayor of Houston or something? I believe so. So he has other priorities, and it's not like he got fired from the company indefinitely. He's still in the company, but now I think. off the announcement table. It's like, you're getting less of a schedule. I don't think it's, I think it's less so, considering he's a veteran and how much pride he probably has, and like that unspoken respect a lot of people must have Mm -hmm. for him. It's more, I think it's less like he got ousted from commentary and more how he got ousted that this, like from his perspective, this punk kid went behind his back, whispered in the boss's ear, presumably, and got his ass shit canned. I think that's think, more. Think I think that's that? more what he's pissed about. How it happened, as opposed to it happening. Do you think it's more of maybe what Corey didn't do? Because like, someone even it was funny enough. I saw a clip uh, earlier this week. Someone posted on Twitter. Corey Graves was one guy that stopped Booker T from attacking Scott Stanford at one point. Really? <laughs> like there was yes. a clip of yes. Scott Stanford every week on the pre-show would throw a disc toward Booker T, and Corey Graves said. Not worth it, not worth it. So I'm thinking maybe we're interpreting it wrong. It's not that Booker T says that Corey said something. It might be Corey didn't say anything. But then again, it's not Corey's place. Corey's just there to do his job. Corey Graves, Corey Graves is like the cornerstone of, he is the voice of the WWE right now. And he is going to be, listen, Michael Cole, I don't see Michael Cole being in WWE much longer. I don't, maybe five or so. I, 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 I 
think I can see twenty twenty. That's it. Like 2020 at the bare minimum. So like you're going to see, so pretty much the voices going forward are going to be Corey Graves and Byron Saxton, unfortunately. Mauro Ronaldo, Tom Phillips Phillips at a certain point. Mauro is like on NXT. Like Mauro Ronaldo, I don't think he'll be off of the main shows forever. At some point, I think he will be back. But for the time being, the the voice you hear every week is Corey Graves. He's the voice we now associate with things. Corey's kind of, He's like having independent wrestling on the main rock. Bro- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he has still that in touch view on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Cutting his career so young, it's sad to see. But hey, he's giving his opinions. He's making it fun to listen to commentary. Because I'm one of those people that used to just mute wrestling and just be like, okay, I'm gonna watch the match. That's about it. Because commentary would be that bad. I still like, do Corey that. Does give a different style. Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, JBL I'm not giving you any information. You <laughs> have to turn it right off. Yeah. And speaking of Morrow, I, I may be alone in this. Is it me or Morrow's like losing his clips? Like he's getting, like he's spouting out commentary at the wrong points on the show. Like I think you that the last NXT pay per view. It's like, uh, what happened to Morrow? <laughs> I think that more so we we were all aware of the dude's condition and that might affect him ever so occasionally. But like, mm. I'd say he's more on than he's off more often. Like it's more of like an eighty twenty percent type thing. So that. It's pretty much all we have on the Corey Graves Booker T story. We'll definitely report back on it when there's more development. So Hold on, hopefully look. there's no fighting development because Booker T did threaten. I'm like, please Booker, don't do it. You're a yeah. Hall of Famer. Don't lose your job. I wanted to ask you this: Do you think Booker T's in the wrong now? Like he could have just like basically just let it go, but he went on his podcast. He basically threatened another coworker. He more than has his right to be angry. I think he went about it in the wrong way. That, that's my perspective on it. I think he went more of emotion it, that driven. I'm hoping WWE notices that, yeah, well, we did just do it out of the blue and not even like announce it on air. It was just a tweet. Yeah, Jonathan Coachman is showing up. That's it. It's like, uh, what about Booker T? It's like, you could have at least said, hey, Booker, we're going to do this and that. And if you're going to do it publicly, at least do it all publicly. I don't like, think you know, write them out, write them out a certain way so it doesn't look like that bad because the guy is going to be like, hey, I'm a Hall of Famer. I've been a WWE guy. I've been there. I fucking, I guess he kind of feels disrespected. So that's the main point of all this, that he felt disrespected and then also betrayed by, I guess, one of his coworkers, a guy that he felt was when you're in that commentary team, you have to trust each other to know, hey, you got to know the cues, got to know how to work off each other and flow off each other. So that's where well, Booker T must be coming from. When you fall half asleep during the three-hour Raw and you're supposed to be asking for people for help, there's a problem. But I feel like this, this uh, Booker T being kicked off the commentary team, I feel like this was a long time coming. It's just that they didn't know who they were going to put in his place like Vic Joseph like, and then this is where Paul Chiffon goes who I swear <laughs> to god if they get Sam if I swear to god like I'm happy they got coached in there but if they got freaking Sam Roberts in there shut the fucking oh, TV off no, please, no, no. shut the yeah. fucking TV off Jesus I, think, I, I, think I would have liked Rosenberg know. in there Rosenberg no, in not, there. no not even that's even worse. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, honestly, I mentioned I this like to I've mentioned this to you. I've mentioned this to you guys like off the air a couple times, but there was legitimately a time where I I did not know that those two were like two different people. Like I honestly mixed their names up. 
Well, they do sound alike. A little bit, yeah. Rosenberg, Roberts. We're getting massively off topic, so like that does it for and that. That's what golf is about. We're just that's what golf is. Wacky world of wrestling. That's it's what golf is about. Basically, whatever comes to our minds, we just bring it up. Just say it. Speaking of, so like Booker T wasn't the only one who tried to be Billy Badass this week, or like said something kind of stupid on the internet. More uh, nonsense from the uh, the weird world of Grimm's Toy Show this week. The popular oh, no. YouTube uh, this YouTube is a series. This is a touchy one, and I want to preface this by saying, I have met this dude. He is one of the sweetest, nicest people I have ever met in my life. And honestly, from my perspective, the dude said something dumb. He probably didn't know what he was doing and paid the price for it. It happens to the best of us. We say stupid shit all the time. I've said stupid shit that I've regretted, and I thought it was a joke. I respect the brand that the dude has built for himself, and I'm happy to consider a lot of the dudes who work on that show... Very good acquaintances of mine and dudes I'd happily work with in the future. As for this situation, though, for those who don't know, uh, Grimm posted a reaction video to the Rumble video, he w- to the Royal Rumble. He was there live to the female Royal Rumble match. And when Nia Jax came out, he referred to her as Nia Fat, called her Battle Cow, and I believe it was right in front of a little girl, and one of Nia Jax... daughter. Ja- I think it was his daughter. One of his so. daughters, I believe, perhaps. The gr- the Grimettes, I believe. And, right. and, uh... One Basically, of- somebody saw the video and then tweeted to Nia, and said, look at this idiot making fun of you, and then... Nia Jax. Nia, Nia responded. And then Grim proceeded to get raked over the coals this past weekend. Now, at the time of this recording... He did put out an apology, and Nia Jax said, you know what, dude, nothing personal, water under the bridge, all is forgiven. So cool of her to do that. And honestly, like, the, my reasoning for why he thought it was okay to do this, and it's, an, it's a very understandable reason, the dude's whole gimmick is predicated upon, oh, hey, look at me, I'm a big old funny fat guy, which, which is fine, it gets over. It's popular with the kids, and I, I understand it. The problem is, like, when, you, when your whole shtick is built upon making fun of yourself it's often hard to know when to draw the line when making fun of others because you're like oh if i make fun of myself this much it must be okay to crack a few ones at others every so often sometimes yes sometimes no this was not one of those times and considering that this was a person who is on the record with having severe body issues and has been bullied before not a good case for this one, unfortunately. So, dude, you made a mistake. I'm glad you owned up to it, but yeah, not a good move. Mike, what do you think? Um, I agree with you 100%. Uh, Grim uh, immediately apologizing was kind of funny because if it, if it was somebody else that was not related to The Rock, he wouldn't have done that. I, I give him all the respect in the world. He did, apo- uh, he did apologize, but... It, not only that, but he wasn't wasn't the only person that has been like the cause of this. Like, there's been a lot of fans that tweeted her and be like, "You're fat, you're fat, you're unta- like, you, like you should lose some weight, like you like you fat bitch." But I'm I'm gonna use us as an example on the show. Whenever we talk about Nia Jax, the one thing that we never talk about is her weight. We've really never, never talked about that. I think the only, thing, the only thing we talk about is her wrestling ability and her promo skills. Those are the only two things we talk about. We stay away from the weight because we know that's a sensitive subject. Who are we to fucking talk about that? Seriously. I know. Ben's like the skinniest one, and then me and Ray are just over here being like, hey, 
cake? I'm the skinniest one out of the three of us, and I still got a belly. That is true. So, and so Brim's not the first person to done this, but with all, like, especially like around the end of last year, with that report of Naya saying that when she goes to the locker room, women are looking at her snickering when she puts on her ring gear. So it's not just one case; it's like a whole bunch of people that, and, and honestly, Nia Jax. I give her all the uh, praise in the world. She's been able to deal with it, and she knows that this year right back. So, honestly, that's my thoughts on it. And, uh, Ray, to cap off. Okay, so, yes, we know Grim's Toy Show, he is known for dark humor. He's that kind of guy to go right on the line of, is it offensive? Is it a joke? He's meeting it right there in the middle. However, what pissed me off with this was his fan base, though it's not supposed to be because he curses more than we do, it's kids. So he's making it seem like, hey, it's okay to make fun of someone. Yeah, they look different and so. And it's like, oh, he's, his response is, well, I make fun of myself all the time. We, that's something workers do. Yes, but workers do it behind the scenes. Workers do it in the locker room. And they're not doing it in front of the kids. Because the point of wrestling is to entertain, yes. You're entertaining the crowd. If it's a family-friendly show, you know what to do and what not to do. That's what it pissed me off because, yes, we're all fans here of them. And like Ben mentioned, we're friends with a lot of the guys that do the show. But like Mike mentioned, me and him are big guys. Did we get offended by the comments? Not really because, again, we know it's humor. We're trying to make fun. We make fun of ourselves. We fucking do it all the time. However, again, when you're a guy that's in the public view, like Grimm is, a lot of workers even say it. They go on to Grimm's Koi Show because guess what? It's going to get them some views. It's going to get them some notoriety. And yeah, that Cody thing, said that during his interview. Yes, he did. Go check that out. I believe episode 44, 45, around there. But yeah, still, right. yeah, still, that is what, is what I'm pissed off about is that then even workers on GTS, I'm going to call workers because Hey, to them it's wrestling. They defend what he said. Don't defend it. Say, yes, I can see it was wrong. He's apologized, do that. Don't get offended when we bring up the topic and then call us assholes. Because at the end of the day, we're bringing it up in a different limelight. We're not trying to disregard Grimm because, again, he's entertaining. Yes, he has his kind of fans. We have ours. Wrestling has theirs. However, yeah. when you're going to mix the two and bring res- real wrestling and what they're doing and then have this audacity to body shame a woman that, yes, she is a little overweight. So are we. But guess what? She has more balls to step in front of fucking thousands of people and do what she does for a living and not give a fuck about her weight. That's what when we bring your, anybody up that's overweight, has an issue, we can bring up their wrestling skill and their promo. We don't mention weight. We don't mention their problem. Guess what? Because it doesn't matter. It's not supposed to matter. Wrestling is about what they can do in the ring, what they can stay on the mic. So, Grim, do I forgive you? I'm in. Because, yes, brother, I guess you you went over the line. Yes. You tried to be humorous, but guess what? Sometimes that humor is going to get you in trouble, my dude. It's going to get you fucking in trouble. And, and it definitely did. And thanks to the guy that called us assholes for sharing the video. <laughs> thank, thank you so much because you know what if your boss didn't even say that say that at all we wouldn't have even shared it at at all yeah it's, it's and it's kind truth. of funny because 
You know who you are. We're not going to mention your name because you are a friend. I'm hoping. If you are a friend, maybe after this you're going to say we can all go fuck ourselves. If that's well, the case, sorry. Well, good to know you, brother. Good to know you. Bye. I think you can put two and two together, folks. Thanks for <laughs> But other than that, yeah, that's, that's leave most definitely leave the memories God. alone. God, leave the memories <laughs> alone. Just play the promo. <laughs> Do I have that? Do I have that song here? Hold on. Like a video, just like all of us with sad faces, just saying goodbye. Leave the memories alone. <laughs> Yeah, like basically, right now if it came out a little, little, little bad, we get the point. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Again, we don't want to offend anyone. We love, we love what they do. We love the action they do in the ring. Again, just know when to draw the line. Workers yeah. know it. The best heels in the business know what to do and who to say it to. Like we've gone to indie shows and fucking guys know to poke at us, but guess what? We know they're doing it out of. Fun and not out of fight. So again, what he said came off. Okay, we're not going to mention those cases. But yeah, again, that's all that grim again. Just know what to say before you say it, brother. Think before you act. But again, we still support the product. We support everyone here. Just support. Support. Uh, Grim just, just tweeted, "JWP sucks dick." Thank you. I, I, I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell you all that tomorrow. <laughs> oh god! I'm telling you, a we're gonna lot. get so much. We're gonna get so much backlash for this. A Guess lot. what? We don't give a shit. We really we don't. Just, we're gonna be honest because hey, honesty is key, and we're not acting like we're fucking. Being Don't honest has being We're honest has gotten us pretty far by this point, and I feel yeah, like so it's like if you can't tell, take our truth, then you're listening to the wrong podcast. You are. Li- We're we episode sixty-two. We're still here for some weird reason. That is weird. Why are you still listening? Because you people like us, and you have a chance to vote for us. We, yes, <laughs> vote for us in the in for, give us a smarky people. We're like we'll put, we'll, we'll put a link in the description of the episode first. We're he- we're ahead in the votes right now, but that could change in a millisecond. So please keep clicking, keep keep voting every day. Get us get us to the finish line, people. Being nominated is great. Don't misread yes. me. But winning is even better. I believe it's uh, I believe the great Sean Connery in the movie The Rock once said, "Losers go home and brag about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen." There you go. We're fucking the problem. Yes, we are. Yes, we are indeed. <laughs> and his name is Sean Walls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, no, I ain't fucking no. Don't mess with me, Sean. You're a lovely dude. You're great. You're married, and I don't like. I don't like you in that way. No, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you. We did it the same you guys were trying to get a pl- I tried to sneak that in for 10 episodes you finally got one sometimes you got to squeeze sometimes you got to say please sometimes you got to say 
I'm gonna fuck you softly. Yes, yes, I am. So, from the world of the show that nobody cares about to oddly being one of the more entertaining shows of the past two weeks, what's happening? For those who don't know, not only is Joe. Those who don't know, Vince McMahon is reportedly not overseeing 205 Live anymore, so it feels a lot fresher and a lot better, honestly. Because of Triple H. So for those who don't know, the past uh, two weeks we've gotten great matches from TJP versus Tyler Bate, we've gotten Grand Metal League versus Kalisto, we got Roderick Strong versus Adoa Tommy. By the way, I completely called it wrong. Roderick Strong going on to the next... Round. I, 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 told, I told you. Wow, I did not. I'm going to go all the way in the final. Did He's not see that life. one. Did Ray, not stop see copying me. I didn't copy you. I called that. I said, I said it first last week. I said it <laughs> Mike, can we disagree to agree fucking right now? No. You fucking asshole. Ben, you're like, the only ben, one that did like, it today. You thought this was just going to be a one-off and he was going to lose in the first round. But no, I'm telling you, Roderick Strong is Enzo's replacement. And he's a better replacement for Enzo. I don't... Oh, man. Wrestling-wise, yes. He'll give you great matches. Promo-wise, he's okay at best. I still say, what I put in the chat earlier when we spoke on camera, his opponent, that's going to be a Mania match. That's going to be an awesome Mania match. Well, so. yeah, because the finals is Mania. But as of right now, we don't even know how the brackets look. Well, so we don't know who. Yeah. we don't know who he's going to face in the second. Uh, if I'm speculating, Kalisto maybe, but we don't know how this is positioned. But the one highlight on two of five for the last two weeks is Rockstar Spud, aka Drake Maverick. Oh, he's great. He's great. Because honestly, his promos is, are very convincing. He 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 wants two of five live to succeed, and I'm buying it. He doesn't have that. I kind of said it though. Didn't I say he needs to be like a manager or someone of power just to get that promo out? Because I already I knew he's good on promo. He's able to project what's needed to be said. It's gonna work. I like him as GM at the moment. But I guess the, their main focus is gonna be get the title. Let's see how they work mm-hmm. this replacement as champion. Yeah, so so for the Cruiserweight tournament so far, Cedric, TJP, uh, Roderick Strong, and Kalisto are in uh, round two next week. Tozawa versus Mark Andrews, which I'm looking forward to, and Gulak versus Neist. Gulak versus Neist. Nice. So that's this could be the thing that improves 205 Live immensely. So we'll definitely have to see where. Quick question. Quick question. This goes. You think Pete Dunn's in this? No. Nah. No. Because honestly, where has he been? If he's under a, like a, a contract, at least a, a contract, and with all his great matches in the past year, give him a WrestleMania moment. I think he might be waiting for a visa. That's the only thing I can think of. I think that's what all three members of British Johnson are waiting for. It's literally that visa to be able to compete in the States. With no problem. Because they're able to come and go back. However, with WB's schedule, if they're going to give them a main storyline, they're going to want them to be able to be here every week. Like a Drew McIntyre. Like even, I believe, uh, oh, 
who else had their visa that they were able to come? Radio was able to in TNA. Those guys had their visas scheduled so they can actually. No, Ray, Ray, Ray didn't. Wait, Ray, 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 you got that wrong. He didn't have his visa. Didn't isn't that why he had to marry Laurel Van Ness? Ben Corner. <laughs> Corner, Ben. But she's Corner. Canadian. Corner. Nothing in Canada. And now he has no visa because it only works in America. And now he don't have job. <laughs> isn't that a funny way how to write off Grado? It's like. And now he don't. And now he don't have job. Go back to ICW. But I just quit oh. so I can come here. No, I, I have sorry. to be here full time. No, sorry. To be here full time. That's what he have to do. Take him down to Edwards and go back to Ireland. Go back to I Ireland. Go to the hydro. <laughs> and it actually works in this context, actually. The hydro actually works in this context. I want to go back to the hydro, but Let's I can't. I see that is a quick mention. Drew McIntyre will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, which is... Nice. Doing yeah, they've been doing a whole week of. Uh, week, week it's been interesting. I've been watching a lot. Today they actually put how uh, Black Label is doing it. Bad, badass. I think that needs to come to America. You, you Irishmen, you Irishmen and Scotsmen need to come down to the states and have a pub with the GAW, have a pint with the GAWP boys. We don't have the hydro, but we have the Encore. I'm not talking about Impact Championship Wrestling. I'm talking about Insane Championship Wrestling. Yep. Well, that that might be coming back too. Yeah. With all due respect, this the ICW that everybody knows uh, overseas is Insane Championship Wrestling. Yes, that is held at the Hydro. You guys can see Sabu kill himself. Next topic. Oh, oh God. God. Don't remind me of that. Ben Nuts. Ben Nuts. Oh, God. It's, you know what's hilarious? I was actually re-watching the Joey Janela Please Don't Die documentary that Kenny Johnson put out a few a few days Are ago. Are you on that? I'm in that. I, we, we're all in it. Uh, <laughs> actually, we're on there. Those, you can see Whole Milk Mike. You can see him in the crowd during Danny DeMonto being wheeled out in his wheelchair because I think his leg was broken at the time. And you can oh, see yeah, me. Like you can song, see me yeah. getting the drop from Joey Janela for the original, for like the second season version of the GAWP theme song. Was that, the first that, that was no, that was the first season, but that was the second version of the theme they song. They all blended together. They all blended together. But yeah, I'm in that. And, like, they recap just that match he had with Sabu where Sabu could barely move. With who? Sabu! Sabu. With Sabu! Oh, my God. A callback JWP episode four! <laughs> that, that, that's why Ray wasn't a part of the show full-time at that point. That's when you were, like, back then, for those who don't know, interesting behind-the-scenes info, Ray would came on episode three... And then from every, almost every week on from that point, before he was just a regular, he would just sort of mute himself and just sort of listen to us record. And I'm like, who is this strange lad who keeps wanting to listen to our episodes? And then the original, and then the DJ, before he fucking betrayed us and blew us up, he said, well, why don't you just have him on as like a third dude? That would be cool. And here we are. Whatever happened to the horse, anyway? I haven't heard from him in a while. I don't, don't want to him. know. Don't mention him. My law office. God damn it. Did you ever get the insurance from that place? No, it's still coming. God damn it. It's been, how, it's been like a year, dude. You, you didn't get they it. They don't accept horse blowing up. 
It's been hard. All right. You should put the Next topic. What? Never mind. Moving on to a bit more positive news. Moving on. We'll get to that later. Last bit of update this week: the mixed match challenge just had just had their fourth episode in the can this week. This week it was the pairing of real life husband and wife Naomi and Jimmy, or was it Jay? It was Jimmy. It was Jimmy Uso and Naomi versus the very strange yet. Very fun pairing of Goldust and Mandy Rose. It works. This, this works. This should, this should be a permanent thing. Wasn't she supposed to be his protege in that promo he cut like a few like months ago? Uh, was it supposed to? Be? I think I think that never aired though. That was supposed to happen. No, I, I, I know what Ben's talking about because remember Goldust did those promos saying that he was going to do a. Um, a protege, but then they dropped it completely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it never got fully... Like, it never took off. Like, they didn't want to keep it going, so... We're the only one that kind of remembered. Which is sad. Which is sad. But yeah, that team definitely worked. And what it seems after the YouTube promo, they might keep it going. They might keep that pairing going. It it, it works, because it reminds me of when Les debuted in the Admiral Lena. Now, Mandy Rose is very attractive, and yeah. her, promo, her promo skills are actually really good. And their pairing, it worked. They had good chemistry last night. And, they, and her wrestling is, eh, it's like, okay. Honestly, if she was just to be his manager and vice versa, it could work. Like... Right. Well, obviously, this isn't this isn't 1996 anymore. We don't have to like pretend that Gold Dust is straight or like disguise the fact that he's gay anymore. That's not that's not the character anymore. We, he doesn't need a Marlena anymore. But like, you know what I mean. But but she can use him to her advantage. Bingo. Yeah, she needs that keep the veteran. He can teach her the way of everything. Does he know the way? Sorry, I have to leave. Will they go all the way? You, no. we, we do not mention you got into knuckles in this house, young man. <laughs> do you know the way? Does God does know the way? Does he know the way? <laughs> <laughs> One time the match that really popped me was like when they were trying to like, uh, Jimmy Uso and Goals were in the ring and they were trying to outdo each other so like they get I knew hugs that was gonna and kisses. I Jimmy knew that was going to go to the kiss. I'm like, watch, it's going to go to a kiss. Who's with the roll-up? Why? That was really good. You know what I loved? Um, Fucking Daniel Bryan refusing to count the the pinfall because he was just so offended. You cock-blocked him, Goldust. You cock-blocked him. Wait, speaking of Daniel Bryan, what's up with his hair? That's his reffing reffing hair. That's either A, just how he roughs his hair, or B, growing his hair out for any potential in-ring returns. He looked like a damn bird. He looked like a fucking peacock. He looked like a fucking peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah wasn't on this week. Oh, Soon, I think she'll be on in like two weeks. I think with Bobby Roode. Yeah, uh, well, so, she's training. She needs to get ready for Mania. But so Jimmy Uso and so Jimmy Uso and Naomi win. And next week it's Elias and Bailey versus Team Rusev Day, Rusev and Lana, who are actually a married couple. Oh yeah. Um, uh, ben, did they call the finish last night like they did? <laughs> uh, no, they didn't. This time it was a little more concealed. There wasn't any moment where it's like, 
There wasn't any. Naomi's going over. They didn't do. Or no, Jimmy's going over. They didn't scream. They didn't scream that out loud. So. I think Jimmy's video lubricant, but hey. Whatever. Anyway. Oh, wait, we're not. We're not We're not We're not okay. We hope this. We hope this. Uh, I have uh, low expectations going into this, but I have had more fun. I have had more fun watching the mixed match challenge than I've had watching Raw and SmackDown the past two weeks. And Raw and SmackDown have been good the past two weeks. It's fun because it feels like it's more. I know they still call the match and they still do everything, but it's kind of real. You know what I mean? It feels like, like they just fun. said we have a finish in mind. You know what's going over. You have you have fifteen minutes. Go out there, be yourselves, and have some fucking fun. It's a house show on Facebook. It's a house show on Facebook, basically. Yeah. Which I yeah. my only my only complaint about the mix match challenge, and this is really mean. God bless her. She's trying. Beth Phoenix can't do commentary. I'm sorry. No, no. It's, uh, like, it's like the poker teeth thing. It's like certain people, if you can talk on the microphone, you're probably not going to be good on commentary. Like some the, some wrestlers some wrestlers can do commentary very well. Some can't. Beth Phoenix isn't one of them. I think they just wanted a Hall of Famer, and they've already used Lita to a T. I think they wanted someone else. They needed a and, female. Yeah, and I feel like Beth probably... Not to offend Ben, a Beth sorry. I feel like Beth is the only one that was. Who do you want to offend? I will offend Ben later. Offend me later. <laughs> oh god! You're offending him with your presence. Go on, go on. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Oh my god! Fuck you! You fucking fuck! The rate, the letter of the episode is F. This episode of GAWP is brought to you by the letter F. F stands for fuck you. Tell the kids. Tell the children. You go on down to the schoolyard and tell little Johnny and little Susie that this episode's brought to you by the letter F, and F stands for fuck you. What <laughs> ben, Ray, you know what's sad is that in this generation, kids are already saying the F word. They are. <laughs> you should see all the uppity little shits that come into my job every week. I'm like, good God, if I had acted this way in, in like a supermarket when I was a kid, maybe over my mom's knee and my dad would be gripping me by the ear or some shit. It'd be like, my dad would be like, my dad, my dad was actually pretty civil, but he would always be like, now you listen here. Don't you be pulling this shit, all right? There's a public place. You show them respect. Ben, this is when you should insert the sound clip of the guy going, No, Daddy, no! It's like, you know, what we're referring to, there's this bit in the movie, Mr. Deeds, like where they go, uh, like he says, uh, Just tell your son not to be swearing in front of ladies anymore. All righty, then. You swore in front of a lady? No, Daddy, no! Whip, 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 whip. <laughs> Oh god, it's amazing. Oh god, one of the few good, one of the few one of the few good Adam Sandler movies. One, he fucking go. That'll be for another podcast. I did quote, I did quote the wedding singer like 2 weeks ago on the show. That was that was another one of his good movies, but He's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> Ray, what were you trying to say before we meet, meet me rudely interrupted? 
I lost my thought. Let's just keep it going. Just keep it going. So, Mike, who else? Who else tried to be Billy Badass this week? Uh, this actually occurred today that was brought up to our attention. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Wait, was it Cody or was it that podcast? I'm I'm kind of I'm lost here, Mike. Could you explain? So what I, what I got out of it, by the way, so just so knows, this did just come out today, and we don't know it. But what from my got was. Somebody on Twitter made a comment saying that Cody Rhodes isn't a main eventer and basically he's a mid carder for life. Now, that's a fair. That's a fair. I can't oh say that. wait, that's what we're talking. About. Okay. Right. But then you're you're going the wrong way though. It's not Cody. The but, dude, but, but he, he got offended so easily that he attacked almost everybody on Twitter. That's the no, one thing no. I'll say about Cody Rhodes. That dude seriously needs to grow thicker skin because he responds to trolls a little too easily. What he responded mostly was because the dude who put out that co- that tweet, he takes a screenshot of what Cody said about defending, I think, Vince McMahon in a post. And then he decides to put out his own tweet. Someone sends it to Cody and he says, so you're not going to put it under my thread and think I'm not going to see it so it's kind of we're saying it wrong it's not cody that was in the wrong in this it's the dude that literally is like if he's scared to say his opinion on cody don't put it out there like like i said before this is this is something that just happened today and we don't know the full story but this came up on our twitter uh, twit feed and the only thing that i could come out of this was Cody needs to stay away from Twitter a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has a match to promote, which is going to happen WrestleMania weekend with him versus Kenny Omega. Oh, my <laughs> God. Give it to me now. Brother, if you're going to be in the limelight again, just leave the fans alone for a bit. Yeah, focus it's on like, promote your match. Do some do some show, social media battles with Kenny, with the Bucks, with the Bullet Club. Dear God, like, man. Gimmick. Same gimmick. R- R- it's, it's, ROH needs you, dude. They're tanking right now, so just get in there. Get them some ratings. I'll, I'll steal a quote from your wife during your entrance at Wrestle Kingdom. We're all just little marks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically true. Yeah. She's not wrong. A lot of, lot Ben's of, a mark. I'm a mark. Ray's a mark. Coffer's a mark. Who's calling a mark? Tyler's a mark. Mike, we're not marks. We know better. We're we bigger know. marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like only a like. What kind of a stupid mark would have the balls to start a wrestling podcast and whine about shit every week and like edit it and put it out publicly for the world to hear? You'd have to be a sad, self-effacing yeah. douchebag to like put yeah. one of those things out in this day and age. And who starts another <laughs> fucking podcast when they already do another one? Am I right? <laughs> While we figure this out, we'll take a quick commercial break. <laughs> da, 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 da. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Okay, now you know you know. Okay, was I just talking about myself? Because that is that that that'd yeah, be really basically. fucking embarrassing. Basically. Oh shit! I'm still recording. Damn it! Fuck you, Baltimore. If you're 
dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend. You're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car. Bad deal. Cars that break down. Feed. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your tray. Bring your tie. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Because it's Big Bill Hell. You're fucked six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of challenge pissing. That's right. Challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. All the more filthiest and exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. What's up? It's it's your boy. It's Pepe. How you doing, sir? Hi, Senor Ben. Hi, Senor Mike. How's it How going? You, doing? you got Corona. That's my water. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Okay. Give me a seat. Thank you. Pepe, I'm drinking my beer. Ah, thank so you, Senor Mike. Pepe, last time we left off, you, uh, we're excited that. Rain Mysterio won the Royal Rumble. Hey, Senor Mike, but hold on. Me want to talk about two of the future. Lince Dorado and Calisto. Oh, for fuck's sake. They did a lucha thing this week, Mike. They, they did indeed. They did some they, lucha things this week. I say Calisto will be your new Cruiserweight champion very soon. At the WrestleMania along with... No, 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 not the WrestleMania. He's going to win it at the Triple Mania. God damn it, Pepe. Run that by us again. See, you know, the biggest event in Mexico is our fiesta, you know. Pepe, Callisto yeah. and Lince Dorado are signed to WWE contracts. They are not going to be a Triple Mania. Plus, Triple Mania was months ago. Don't worry, single Ben. We'll do it. <laughs> okay, but back, back to... Back. You have it. Don't worry. We stream illegally. Okay. <laughs> Please, Pepe. Okay. Pepe, you gotta okay. go no, now. No, 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 no. We have to talk about Rey Mysterio. Okay. He didn't win the Rumble, Pepe. He didn't yes, win. Yes, 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 yes. I saw it. So my question for you guys, what happened? Why is he not on Raw? He wasn't on SmackDown. What's going to happen to his title shot? Does he get it at WrestleMania? Does he get it at TripleMania? Rey Mysterio no, no tengo un contracta en con WWE. Ah, bueno. Okay, bueno, sí, no tienes cara, no. Hay que comer, hay que comer tu Vámonos, chamaco, run. No, no. See you next week, if you live. Vámonos, oh, chamaco. Oh, 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 shit, he got shot. What the, oh, oh, God, Pepe got shot. Wait, no, wait, no, Pepe, Pepe, you okay? I'm okay. He's okay. He lives. Okay. Thank <laughs> we are not losing. We are not losing the person who is infinitely more over than the three of us put together. He did get shot, though. I think it's a flesh wound. So prayers for Pepe. Hashtag prayers for Pepe. 
Oh, my God. Oh my so, uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so, we're going to start with Monday Night Raw as, as I'm going to do. Uh, I think we're officially going to call this Gob is Raw. Yep. So, is that what we're calling? Yeah. So, Monday Night Raw. Very good show. Good job. We, op- we opened with Roman Reigns obviously defeating Bray Wyatt <laughs> to qualify in the Elimination Chamber match. Wow, what a fucking, what a fucking shocker. Oh, come on. That was a shocker, man. Bray Wyatt had it. The eater of pins is back again. Isn't that just a record? There's a record. Damn, Bray, back at it again with the jabbing. <laughs> Bray, That's what, sad, what, Bray, man. Bray, what, did they, what did you say his record was? There's like a record going around of, I think Bray Wyatt is literally in the negatives for four years now of winning. Oh, like I think wow. he's had, like he's close to almost a thousand matches. Has right. won maybe a hundred. Wow! And lost like five hundred. It's like what the fuck? I feel <laughs> bad because it's like Bray Wyatt's good. They've been WWE, and you, and you say Bray is the future. This is not how you treat the future. Uh, after the match, uh, we had. Woken Matt Hardy, who now has all of the rights to the broken uh, gimmick. Yep. Fuck you, so, Jim Jim! <laughs> but I, I highly doubt that they're going to change it from Woken to Broken, so... Yeah, WWE already has an IP on Woken. They're probably yeah. just going to... They're going to do everything else. They're probably yeah. going to do Brother Nero. They'll do the... Um, yeah. Brother Nero! And they're going to do my favorite, Senor Benjamin. Oh, my God. If they bring back Senor Benjamin, I will pop so hard for that, man. So, Matt Hardy appeared. One of the greatest moments in all of indie history. Do you remember when when Damian Sandow had just left WWE and he did a match with Matt Hardy at uh, House of Hardcore? And he said, I am going to cleanse you of the demons that grab hold of your soul. Your beloved wife. The fruit of your loins! And Senor Benjamin! Yay! <laughs> Senor Benjamin's so, over. He is. So, so Matt Hardy uh, gives Bray the twist of fate, and Bray Wyatt looks like a loser in the opening cement up Monday Night Raw. And there was much rejoicing. Uh, uh, come, speak of somebody that has fallen down the card, Finn Balor. Teams with Paul Anderson to take on the revival. At least they won. <laughs> and Paul the- Anderson says, Hiya! <laughs> Uh, if I, if you are if you are a revival fan, I would start openly weeping because I it's not looking good. Yeah, you wrestler, and yeah, no. Uh, and then after so Power Club win, and then we have a two hundred five tag team match: Mustafa Ali and Cedric versus Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. Ali and Cedric win. Uh, then we had the. Women's Elimination Chamber reveal. Yep. So they... This was confusing as fuck because I swear to God, I saw an advertisement that showed who was going to be in the chamber and Nia Jax was one of them. I think once that got, like, released... They changed changed their plans. We're changing this because fuck the internet. Because right, so WWE has done that before, right? Like, the, the internet has figured some shit out, so they change it just for the sake of changing it. Ben, remember, ben, remember last year when uh, like, 
the month after Roadblock, no, fucking Survivor Series, that the uh, the arena that had that had the Roadblock pay per view announced Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens was the main event, even though it was two months away, they spoiled it. Uh huh. So kind of like this, but basically, Kurt Angle came out, told us that Alexa Bliss has to defend the Raw Women's Championship in the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber match with Bailey, Mandy Rose. The woman who woman who is replacing Nia is Mickey James, Sonya Deville, and Sasha Banks. Now Kurt Angle did bring up the fact that Nia is not in the match. That's because she would be wrestling Asuka at the pay per view, and if Nia Jax wins, she is added to the women's championship match. I'm assuming he's talking about the Raw women's championship match. Yes. Because Oscar Oscar technically hasn't given an answer on which champion she's facing. Well, I think we kind of can assume it's that's where this is going. Assuming it's, it's a triple threat or a possible triple threat. Yeah. But, that's not, but this segment turned, turned a weird turn because to Alexa Bliss least. came out and she did her best impression of poor Siobhan. <laughs> uh, short a shout out to the Femavist. So if you don't know who that is, uh, Capital Wrestling. Thank you. And her basically, her gimmick is she's a feminist, so basically that's what Alexa Bliss did. She was basically like, why do I have to defend my championship in the chamber when Brock Lesnar gets to sit at home and wait for his opponent at WrestleMania? And this sparked a lot of talk on Twitter. Basically, all the women are agreeing with her, and all the men are just like, shut the fuck up. So this one thing. She's not wrong, though. She's not. All these men telling this girl, "You get back in the kitchen, make me a sandwich." You know what the problem with the segment was? That this was too real. Yeah. (laughs) It made Brock look bad. They've been making Brock look bad with that joke for like months. But now the women are bringing it. That's the bad part. This is what's leading me to believe that Brock may or may not be out the door soon, but, like, even then, I don't think that's the case, because I've heard rumors that isn't he going to be feuding with Lashley after Mania? Yes. Basically, Brock is not going anywhere. So, basically, Kurt Angle, in response to all this, he didn't say, shut up, or basically be like, do the fans want to see Alexa Bliss defend the championship? And everybody in the crowd went, did their best impression of sheep and said yes, yes, yes. Bang, and, Alexa Bliss, bang, bang. <laughs> and Alexa Bliss walked off in the huff. Not happy. Uh, Oscar versus Bailey. Actually, a really good match. Holy shit! Bailey putting on an actually good match. Wow, Bailey is an amazing wrestler. I almost fucking forgotten. <laughs> Damn. I'd almost fucking forgotten. Let this poor girl do what she does because you have, they have ruined this poor girl. I'm going to say this now because I told you guys earlier in the week. If they, when they do another superstar shake up after Mania, Bailey is the one of the women that needs to be moved to the other show. She needs a, SmackDown. A, a, a switch of brands would help a lot. But unfortunately, yeah. we know how Oscar, how her matches go. Kick to the head, choke out, win. Whichever one they, they feel like doing this week. But Oscar did shake Bailey's hand after the match. Sign of respect. Go big gives a fuck. Sadly, yeah. Uh, now, when I say this, don't laugh. The Miz versus Apollo Crews in the Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Ha. Huh? Ha. Uh. 
remember Batman Beyond Return of the Joker and at the end of the movie like he says it very slowly to the oh, Joker oh, oh, like oh, that? Yeah. Oh, you mean the best one? I love that movie. I love Man. it too. The movie's, don't, don't, you, no, nobody be mocking Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. That movie's fucking amazing. I love so, that movie. That's so neither here nor there, but yeah, this was... So, so, so I don't know, hold your breath. The Miz won. <gasps> Damn, and there was much rejoicing. Yay! Uh, before the match even started, the Miz did cut a really good promo. He did. That's just par that for the course for him at this point. That he's going to win the Elimination Chamber, he's going to go to WrestleMania and become the first person to win the Intercontinental and Universal Champion. Technically, he is correct. <laughs> if he had said WWE Champion, that would be a lie, but Universal Champion... I keep forgetting that the Universal Championship is the thing... And That's will, different. And will probably be around for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if we'll see if this. Like uh, God gets... forbid. Like, what do you yeah. think would happen if the WWE Champion got sent to Raw and the Universal Champion got sent to SmackDown? Would they just turn the belt blue? And... Yes, the belt would become blue. <laughs> they would just turn that yeah. fucking thing blue, wouldn't they? And then. Yep. The best part is Andy Bryan has to come out and say, you have to be the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Because you know it's going to eat him alive. Totally. But, um, so, Paul Cruz loses. So, they announced next week that there will be a second chance in a four-way match with Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy, Paul Cruz, and Finn Bauer. If for, for fans of Finn Bauer, this is your chance for him to get back in the match. <laughs> Which if he not, will not win because WWE is a cruel mistress. Honestly, out of these four, Balor is the obvious pick. Yeah, quite honestly, because like I, I know. Oh, wait, no, I no, I want Apollo Crews in the. <laughs> you want <laughs> Mike? I didn't know you were such a big fan of Uha Nation. Who? <laughs> <laughs> wait, Mike! One more time, Mike! I didn't know you were such a fan of Uha Nation. Who? 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 Hoo, 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 hoo. Oh, so we got this in hoo, the hoo, What are you, a fucking owl? So, we, so the list of the field is Cena, Strowman, Elias, Roman, and The Miz. Backstage segment, Seth Rollins is looking for his tag team partner. He got put in the corner by Greg because <laughs> he's not medically cleared. And as it came down, he had to have surgery to be out for a year. And Everybody was really taking the putting poor Jason Jordan over the ringer this week because I was like, God damn it! I know the guy may not be perfect, but Jesus Christ, and be a little, have some sympathy, people. Jesus Christ. Is it? Because that's not that's not a controversy. Put out a statement and kind of killed Kayfabe. Jason Jordan did an interview saying like that he had a numbness in his hand, so like it obviously it was real. Yeah. So Kurt Angle, so Seth Rollins is like, "What am I going to do? Need to find a tag team partner." And it walks Roman Reigns, and then everybody here in New York fucking flipped the tables because Roman Reigns got twice. <laughs> so we have Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus Paul, and so. 
Mike, uh, hold on, buddy, 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 buddy. You may need to turn your mic off and come back in. Your audio is breaking up like crazy. Yeah, it was breaking up very bad. Mike was sounding like he was a robot. Mike, now, Mike. Hello? Okay, you're good. good. Continue. Okay, so what did you guys hear before I got cut off? Roman Reigns getting booed to high heaven like he usually does. There you go. Uh... So they had a basic tag match, and then the finish happened. Jason Jordan hit Sheamus in the face, which caused a DQ, and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins are pissed. I am curious as to why they're keeping Jason Jordan in the storyline, because he's not... That's a neck surgery. He's he's going to be out for a while. Then you say this now, because then the next thing, when they come back from commercial, Seth Rollins calls him a selfish son of a bitch. In front of Kurt Angle. And then Kurt Angle says, damn it, go home. See you in a year, Jason. Yeah. Damn it, go home. He calls him a son of a bitch. Kurt Angle's playing his father. You're calling Kurt Angle a bitch. No, he called Jason Jordan a son of a bitch. Yeah, the son of a bitch. I'll go in the corner after this episode. Corner. Because as we as nay we forget, Jason Jordan is my black son. My black son. Every single day is getting better. Don't even remember sleeping with that lady, but I did. What? Is it getting better? No. No, it is not. Let's move on. Moving on. So. Nia Jax versus an audience member. I mean... Jobber, I mean... Do you guys hear the story? No, do you guys hear the story behind this? This is actually pretty fucked up. Or weird. Isn't she 17 years old? She's... Allegedly, someone on Reddit posted that they know that girl, and apparently she's only, like, 17, which... In the long line of wrestlers bullshitting their way into the business who are, like, way younger than they're purported to be. I think the Hardys did that. I think Janela did that. And now... And well, now, uh, did that, like, what, 15? and now Jenny the Jobber over here did the did it. I'm looking yeah, up her, 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 her name. The name she was given was Vanessa Floyd. Vanessa Floyd. Okay. Well, anyways, well, anyway, she got killed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nia Jax after the match cut her promo saying basically she's gonna beat Oscar and that she's no longer gonna be the actress of tomorrow. She's gonna be the actress of yesterday. Cool, Ryan. Doctor ex- Execution. Uh, then, we, then we had Sona Deville versus Mickey James. It was a nothing match. Until Put your hair up and square up. I honestly like Sonya Deville now. I've gotten used to her. I've gotten used to Sonya and Mandy Rose at this point. Uh, Mickey James got beat down by Absolution with Paige. They still don't yep. want to acknowledge the fact that she's retired. And they're not and going to... And basically, the feminist comes out. I mean, Alexa Bliss comes out and uh, helps Mickey James with the back, which is obviously setting up that Alexa needs allies for the chamber match. She's going to try and get Mickey James on her side. It's not going to work. No, it <laughs> is not. Come on, Mickey. I'm a young Trish. Love so. me. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. Love me. You see my two fingers by my mouth? No, not again. <laughs> oh no! So then Vince will be like, "God damn it! How are we gonna censor this?" This is not the exit though yet. Uh, Braun Strowman, John Cena, and Lash triple threat main event winner. 
becomes the sixth, uh, the last person to enter the chamber. Elias Pent, John Cena. If there was any doubt in your mind <laughs> that they're, if there was any doubt in your mind that they were seriously, that they're seriously getting behind Elias Sampson, they just had him drop kick Braun Strowman out of the ring and pin Big Match John. They're putting the rocket ship on this dude's back. This is basically because Smojo was hurt. I do not. They just genuinely like the guy, I think. I don't know. You know what I'm sad about? I'm just going to do a mania. <laughs> All this is setting up for... Here's my theory. Here's my theory. I feel like I told you guys that like a multi-man ladder match for the Intercontinental. He might be in the, he might be in the Andre Barrow. Here's like an interesting idea I heard this week. That... Uh, I think Kid Rock is doing the theme song as well. He's doing his performance. Elias interrupts and says, Get off my stage. It's my stage. I'm here to perform. And then he gets in the head with a guitar. <laughs> this <laughs> probably uh, might uh, be man. what happens. I'm still waiting for the WrestleMania halftime show. It's going to be Elias and Aiden English, and they're going to have a battle. And then The Rock comes out and then kills them both and then leaves for a year. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we just wrote this whole thing like three months in advance. And we're probably going to get it right. You can take it Gopstradamus uh, strikes again. But Elias was not able to summon because Braun Strowman killed them both. He did. He, he got funny. those hands. Repeatedly. This is funny because Braun picked up Elias and everybody was like, no, don't do this. And then we, they picked, we picked up Steve. was like, yeah, Yay! fucking kill him. Fuck him up. Bring on the pain. again. <laughs> I can watch Braun Strowman murder all day. So Braun Strowman fresh off from Tyler Lux the place for your cue to kill me if I'm seeing You're like a Mack truck with a smiley face. So Raw is actually, Raw was good this week. Uh, rating? Uh, I give it a B plus. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B as well. It actually it, it did what it was supposed to do, set up matches for the Elimination Chamber. And when we get to chamber predictions, I think I have an idea what they're gonna do with Jackson Oscar, but I'll save it for that. Uh, SmackDown, or oh, I'm sorry, Gop Down. No. Oh, I got Gop Raw. No. SmackDown. We open with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Here's a here's a name for it. We'll call this segment Gop Gopping Smack. Corner. Corner. <laughs> so Shane McMahon and Danny Bryan open the show again, and they bitch at each other again. This Gee, it must be Tuesday. This is the... <laughs> I think God's in the right show at this point. This has been the most annoying storyline for months. This storyline uh, has gone on for since SummerSlam. It's amazing how long this has gone on for. Of all the storylines that we've wanted to continue... This is not one of them. <laughs> like, I, I hope... If this builds to something good to justify it, fine. But that's, like That's the thing. They need to build to a match. This whole really thing is basically contingent upon, like, Daniel Bryan being medically cleared to wrestle, which at this point, I don't know if that's going to happen. Sadly, uh, I don't think it is. So they're basically between each other. Shane complaining about why you're giving Kevin on the same day another WWE championship. And all of us can just be like, 
Why not? You have nobody on your show. You can put Randy Orton there, but we don't want to see it. Oh, God, no. So AJ Styles comes out, basically says, I don't care who wins tonight. I'm going to go into WrestleMania with the WWE Championship. Segment over. Uh, Sharp Fire versus Liv Morgan. Liv's not good. No. Still. Still. <laughs> the Rumble's o- the, the Rumble is over. Can we send these girls back down? No. <laughs> ben, they're here to stay forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. Y'all ever seen The Shining? Yes. Strong Fire wins. No surprise here. Come job for us. Come job for us. Charlotte Flair, they're teasing her and Ruby Riot at the next pay-per-view, and shockingly, they didn't mention Ronda Rousey once. Wow, so, again. So, so that probably means that Ronda Rousey and Charlotte's happening. Because <laughs> they're not ready to. You bring, ready in Ron, you bring in Ronda Rousey. She says she's going to be a full-time person. She's been gone for... T- up. Has not shown up fucking once, and I get it. She's still filming the movie, guys. Uh, Fine, I'm I surprised, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you're defending her. Uh, yeah, what, why am I? Uh, whatever. Uh, so it wins. Then the Bludgeon Brothers kill two choppers. So Bludgeon Brothers come back. I tried to look up what the guys were. Found nothing. Yeah, I'm looking at the thing. They got no names. So we're not going to give them names. They got killed. And then the Usos came out. You know what the funny oh, thing the about... I got to tell you this. Interesting behind-the-scenes info... The funny thing about me and Ray both having some minor connections into the wrestling business is when some of these no-name jobbers show up on on a Raw or SmackDown, someone in our in from our collective groups in the business says, "Hey, I used to I used to work with that guy, or I used to work in the territories with that dude." And so I was like, "Oh, these people have identities outside of just being cannon fodder for big man tag teams." Oh, didn't we mention last week Roy Gulak was there? Yeah. Yeah. You like know. Roy Gulak, that was fun. The other guy being an uh, indie guy as well, Chris Wilde. This week, again, got no need. So the yeah. Bludgeon Brothers are making their exit, and the Usos are coming to get another great Uso promo. The plot they seem to be building as of right now, like, they seem to be building to Bludgeon Brothers and Usos, which... I'm very S- much sign, sign me up. Sign because if like y'all remember all those amazing matches the Usos and Harper and Rowan had back right, in like I, twenty. I, I, I still remember those. Twenty fourteen. Well. Oh, when did that happen? The chamber or like yeah, you? No, you'd have to save that for maybe. Would you? What you do is you'd have the. They might, they might do something fast and then do the rematch immediately. Or might do a, mean, or do a big like multi do a big like multi tag team. Clusterfuck or something. Like a gauntlet match like they did last year. Yeah, like Raw. Well, brothers have to win the gold, though. They have to get those belts. Just give yeah. them something at this point. Hopefully, hopefully this year the Usos get on the WrestleMania card and defend the tag titles because last year they won the gold and didn't even make the show. I know. Yeah, yeah, they, they, were in, they were in the Battle Royal. Yeah. So, hopefully, so hopefully they get a match uh, this year. Uh, United States Championship match. Rusev versus Bob Roode. <laughs> we're, we're going by this name now, Bob Roode. Uh, good match. This is a very uh, good match. Uh, I said this on Twitter. If the goal is, if they were going to do a double turn, this would have been the perfect time to do it. 
but no. They have to continue making Rusev the heel by having Aiden English sing. I love this part, too. Aiden singing, and they do the little bouncing ball with Rusev. I love that <laughs> so much. That was fun. We're supposed to boo this guy? They're adorable. Are you kidding me? Wiener? I, that's the thing. They can make signals. He does turn heel things, but at the same time, he's a face because he getting he's getting that baby face reaction. But I don't. WWE wants to be a tweener till they find WWE is no WWE. He's found his niche. WWE is just angry that he got over on his own. They hate it when dudes do that. But that's what I mean. They want (laughs) they want them to push what his niche is. They don't want fucking yeah. You can't find your niche. No, 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 no. We'll put you there. Bingo. You got a punch. So, like, I, I, Rusev, like, with Rusev and the eight English dynamic, it works. But they, like, for, like, the last couple of weeks, they've been acting like baby faces. And this week, they were told to be heels. Just be like, let the fans just cheer who they want and let them boo who they want. I'm, I'm basically being seen. Let them boo and let them cheer whoever they want. Basically, so, yeah. As a match, this was good. Then, as Rude is celebrating with the United States Championship, Randy Orton did the second coolest thing of the year, RKO out of nowhere. But I have to tell you, if this is if what this is leading to is Orton versus Rude, oh, prepare prepare your popcorn. Oh, good God, no! I remember months ago somebody was complaining about this that Rude is a very good wrestler, but if you put him in the ring with Randy Orton, you're gonna expect the wrong. Boring match. You need... Bobby Roode is really good... Bob Roode. Bob, my apologies. Bob Roode is very Bob good... Roode. Shut up. What, what, oh. what, what, what is he going to go face? Eric Young in the Six Sides of Steel next week? <laughs> and Miss Brooks is going to get covered in feathers again? Oh my god, oh, Ben, god. finish your thought. <laughs> Bobby Roode, fucking Bob, Bob Roode, I'm f- fucking, god damn it, Bobby Roode, god damn it. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode is perfectly good, but he needs someone to bounce off of. Like, his sort of basic style is very good when there's someone a little more energetic to work off of, like a Rusev or a Shinsuke Nakamura. Randy Orton is not that fucking guy. <laughs> Well, too bad. You're going to get Randy versus Bobby. Well, now, there is a SmackDown pay-per-view. Maybe this is a one-off. But like, I, I feel this is going to be a Mania program with Rudin. Because you have to think about it. What is Randy Orton going to do at WrestleMania? They're not gonna, he doesn't want to be in the Battle Royal. And it's it, too big of a star to put in the Battle Royal. It is 2018. <laughs> I can't give a fuck about Randy Orton anymore. He hasn't achieved, he will never achieve that celebrity A-lister status that John Cena has, and he most certainly is not going to be in the Hall of Fame for at least another five or six years, so he's not Shawn Michaels. It's not going to be, he's not going to be Shawn Michaels yet, and he's not The Undertaker. Why in the fuck are you still here, bro? Randy doesn't know the way out. Does he know the way but you guys gotta admit, the RKO out of nowhere thing works. The Randy Orton, the RKO works, but it could be anybody doing that move. It doesn't have to be him. Everyone does a cutter. Randy needs something else. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, 
You guys say that now. The next week he has a match, and you guys are like, hey, oh, WWE is a, this, the only. You know, the only thing that would get me re-interested in Randy Orton again, if he started punting people in the head again. A PG buddy. That's that's too, that's that's too violent for the kiddies. Even though Seth Rollins do come stops. Uh, so Randy but the punt on Novi way. So Randy Orton doesn't RKO to Bobby. He doesn't RKO to Aiden English. And then I love it when he gives Rusev RKOs because Rusev doesn't know how to take this move. So basically, he, Rusev just lands on his top of his head with his feet all the way up in the air. Yeah, Rusev sells the RKO really weird. Oh, Rusev doesn't know the way. Doesn't know the way. Ray, I have a question for you. Do Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable know the way because they're facing the ascension? They know the way to jail. Shelton <laughs> Benjamin had a job. They know the way to jail. They know the way to jail. Did you guys see that on Shelton Benjamin's Twitter that he posted a photo that in his rental car, he checked in the glove box and there was a loaded pistol? I saw that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, how did that get there? And then, what kind of rental place doesn't check out their cars? You would be surprised, guys. Rental places, some of them don't give a fuck. You give them the car back, they barely clean them, and they just put them back in the lot, man. They don't know the way. They do not know the way. <laughs> so, and then I love how rent was, fuck that, man. <laughs> hey, I'm like, that's not an appropriate reaction, but okay. They uh, know the way. Gable and Benjamin win. Don't know what they're gonna do with them. You get um, one more. You get one more. Ray, save it for a special moment. Uh, number one contenders match is the main event. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This is your basic KO Sami Zayn match at this point, and then we get the finish. That's the theme of these WWE shows now. The finish always just gets one of us annoyed. So, the so Sammy is teasing AJ Styles outside. He touches the chair. Take note of that. He t- touches AJ's chair. AJ punches Sammy, then punches Kevin. Ref calls for the bell. It's a DQ. Okay. Then Daniel Bryan comes out and says that that now at Fastlane, we're going to get the same thing as the Rumble, but now it's going to be a triple threat match. Okay. Okay. Is that match fine? Yes, it is. But it's obvious who's winning because we know what they're going to do for Mania. It's Styles and Nakamura. They're not going to change that. Or are they? Bum, bum, bum. Fatal 4 WrestleMania confirmed. Hey, Ray. <laughs> hey, Ray. Do we know the way? There it is! Do we know the way to Mania? I think we do know. It's just that they're going in a weird way. No, <laughs> WWE doesn't know the way. Basically, it's, it's either pick left or right. They choose the middle. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, day of the week. Uh, All right. So, which show was better uh, out of the both shows, which show won this week? Raw or SmackDown? For me, SmackDown. We tried to do this I, more often because usually uh, we just complain about both shows. Uh, I, I think SmackDown won it from, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to save Raw. All right. Yeah, middle ground. Middle ground. 
With all of that WWE off the table, it's finally time to get to the indie update this week. My favorite time of the week, and let's start it off by going by going across the seas to Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ray. I believe you have an update for us from the world of New Japan. Okay, let me just pull out the card here. Here we go. Ah, uh, has been released today. The full card for New Japan presents New Beginning in Osaka. So this is one of their shows coming closer to uh, Strong Style Evolve being their second show here. In the States, first match of the night will be uh, Kimitura versus Blue Justice, Yuji Nagata. This is the winner of the Young Lions Cup going one-on-one with one of the veterans over there in the Is the Young Lions you're speaking of the jacked one? Yes, it is. That's that really Brian Cage-looking dude. No wonder why Japanese Brock Lesnar. No wonder why I love him. <laughs> Uh, next match is going to be Taguchi Japan, a.k.a. Michael Logan, and Toji Makabe taking on Suzuki Gun. Yay! Suzuki, uh, Taichi, and Mike, your favorite, Taka Michinoku. Hold on, let me get my tissues. Taka is <laughs> coming! Damn, we should have went to the show. Where's the show anyway? Mike, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask an honest question. How much would you pop if at New Japan Pro Wrestling one day, Takamichi Noku was cutting a promo in the middle of the ring, and then out of nowhere, fucking Brian Christopher came out? I'll turn it off. Bushi versus Jito. Ooh, that'll be good. That's okay. gonna be a good match. That's another chaos versus. Uh, L.I.J. match. Okay, then it's going to be... Kido's the one that's always with Okada, right? Uh, yeah. He's actually the booker, funny enough. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then it's uh, Taguchi Japan, Juice Robinson, David Finley Jr., and Hinare? Can't pronounce that name. Dave Finley Jr. You mean Trevor... You mean Trevor... You mean Trevor Lee? Basically. Uh, <laughs> they look identical! Uh, they'll be taking on Chaos. Switch Blade, Jay White. Yeah. Oh, Ishii and Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you this. Juice Robinson, did he start off as a uh, young boy? Oh, uh, yes, he did. He had to go through the dojo. How? He still has the hair. He came at it with the same he, gear. <laughs> he probably got special treatment coming from the E. Because look at fucking uh, Tangaloa. Tangaloa didn't go that long until he went to straight to the E. I guess main roster for that? You got a point. And also, he joined the Bullet Club right away, so yeah. that was his end. Uh, Rapongi 3K, show and yo. They've uh, been really impressive under this with, new uh, team. Uh, yep, with uh, Rocky Romero as their director. We'll be defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles against Suzuki Guns, uh, El Desperado, and Yoshibanu Kiyamaru. Mm, I thought I, I honestly thought you were about to say the book again because I was about to say they're doing it again. No, that'll probably happen at the uh, Song Style show here. In- mm-hmm. Okay, it's then gonna be Naito taking on Yoshihashi. Okay, so let me ask you this: They do the thing with Naito after um, Russell Kingdom with Jericho, then they just forget it. No, that's happening at uh, the American show. That's gonna happen here in the states. Oh, so Jericho is gonna do one more Japan show. He's going to be for, with Japan for a bit. 
Really? He's just oh, on. He's on tour with Fozzie at the moment. I think. Yeah, that's why he hasn't done any wrestling because they want him for. Uh, they want him for a lot of stuff, but yeah. Uh, by, the way, by the way, did you guys catch his new music video? Or do you don't care? Yes, I was. I was good. I like it. Link, uh, link. I haven't seen it yet. Link me. I'll send it to you in a bit, bro. After show. Yep. Uh, never openweight championship. Haruki Goto takes on Evil. Nice. Evil is like the most. Evil has like the most basic name. What are you, Evil? What do you do? I'm Evil. Hey, it's better than Watanabe. It's a waste of name. He has character. Okay. Uh, from there for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, it is Will Ospreay taking on Hiromu Takahashi. Okay, that's gonna be good match. It's gonna be good match. And then the main event, it will be. Okada taking on Sonata. Oh. Now, I've been actually looking up this whole feud. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Sonata hasn't spoken once since the last show. Ever yeah. since Sonata joined New Japan, he hasn't spoken one word. Because he's, recently. It's like he's trying to be un, like he's unknown at the moment. Sure. His whole new gimmick with LIJ, he's kind of. It's better to be soft spoken than. Fucking promo, promo, promo. Like, he's, like, he just sort of, him and Evil tear it up, but he doesn't really say anything. Yeah, basically. He, just, he sort of just stands there with that big-ass anime-looking mohawk he's got. Oh, uh, yeah. But, so, Ray, did I think Sonata might actually win it. That was about to ask. Not a, not, a, not a chance, honestly. I don't know. It might be that surprise factor. Here's the thing. Here's why I think they should do it. That way, Naito explodes, being like, "Wait, if I can't beat him, he can beat him." Yeah, because I think I think that group might actually break up. Soon. They're like, they're saving. Not, 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 not really. They are going to save. My guarantee is that they're saving the the one to do it. The one who's going to beat Okada. The it's it's Kenny Omega's job to do it. They're just mm-hmm. they're, they're, I guarantee you, Wrestle Kingdom thirteen is probably going to be Omega versus Okada 4, where Omega finally beats him for the strap. And then Omega just leaves in darkness. And then we're going to and then we're gonna have to stay up for eight hours again watching it. And we'll do it. If we do that again, we're making way more coffee, and we're having food next time. Well, me and Mike had food. You just didn't show up. Yeah, you get a nap over here. <laughs> Okay. okay. And now, but, but, uh, power nap over here. And uh, remind me, who was able to stay up for the entire show again? Hey, I thought we one match. Exactly. Ben, do you mind telling me who's the asshole that recorded me and sent it to our friends and put a dick on my back? Okay. Well, that to be fair, I recorded you. Ray put the dick on your back. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, that was right. Okay, okay. Everybody that is listening, he did literally put his dick on my back. He drew. Drew a dick on his back. Uh, So, after effects. Next in the update, we went to an indie show this past weekend. How's the glory beware the theory? It was damn good. It was was just so good to be at at an indie show with you guys again. Yep, you guys give me your thoughts on these matches. So. The pre-show, it started off with the Golden Lions, Dennis Black and Jay Lyons taking on the House of Gangone, Tom Soden and Ezekiel Lewis taking on Hollywood's top model, Sasha Jenkins and Romeo Romano. Thomas Soden, if you're listening to this, blow me. Whoa! <laughs> I escalated quickly. 
He ripped up my sign! Again! Like, four of my signs got ripped up! Damn. Uh, it was an okay match. Nothing special. Uh, was it... The, was, what do you call the hottest top models? Yeah. Hollywood top models, yeah. They, they have potential. There's, there's a lot of potential there. Yep. They actually won the match again. They, they did. I yeah. was not expecting that. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, how's the game going? I don't know what is happening. I, I did say one thing, one thing, one thing, though. Who's that girl that comes out with... Uh, Ro Romeo Romano. Oh, uh, Ruby De Luna. Ruby De Luna. Seeing her get chased out of the building by Bones was the funniest goddamn thing. Oh my god. I, I, I gave her props too. She had high heels on. She did. If you could run in those, props to you. That was hilarious. Okay. First matchup for the main show was. Ken Broadway versus Leroy Green versus Matt Stop. I gotta Triple be. I gotta be honest. A little disappointed by this one, to be honest with you. Mm, yeah, but you know, as as far as an opener, it was good. As an opener, it was good. I think that's why it was the opener. But like, yeah, this uh, was this was. Yeah, not as like I feel like. These dudes were, like, maybe not as, like, prepared for this one as they could have been. Like, I don't know. But, like, I, I often expect a lot more fire and intensity in my Ken Broadway matches, in my Matt Travis matches. And this was, especially compared to the last man standing match from last time, this was this was a notch below, unfortunately. Maybe Ken wasn't prepared. Remember, this is this is boy that just turned his back on him. Uh, and then he did pull off the win, too. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for that, Matt Travis got a win. Um, I understand what this uh, match did. Uh, basically, Broadway was taken out of the match for most of it, and Travis just worked over Leroy uh, for the entire match, and Matt Travis just got the win. Because obviously, if I'm booking for Hog, Travis and Broadway is the match to go with. I guess so. Okay, but, but, uh, next match. I'm not work, but I don't work for Hog. <laughs> Give me a call. Uh <laughs> Next matchup, TRL Championship, Caveman versus a surprise opponent that turned out to be, from Puerto Rico, the Human Beast. I have no comment about this. <laughs> no disrespect, I just have no comment. This is a basic Caveman match. Uh, ben? This was honestly a bit disappointing for me. I had no idea who he was facing. Like, no heat for this guy coming out, and... I, you, I'm usually way more impressed with caveman matches. Like, they're usually a lot more fun. Like, I don't know why, but him having a championship is really cool. I feel like they... If this is the, the title they're going to use to, like, break in new students, like, that, that's kind of a flawed model because, like, they're not gonna... You're not gonna get anybody with, like, that has actual heat yet. It, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Hey, there's a build, though. He's taking on um, Mike Dell. He took on Human Beast this show. Let's see where it goes in the future. So, Ben, would you want to see Caveman against a guy like Iron or Tank or... Yes, or definitely. Like, if you get somebody in there with, like, actual heat that, that the people know, I would be so on board for that because that would be, like, a lot more fun. And no disrespect to the other guy, the guy with the... was you on the Human Beast? I believe that's his name, yeah. He's from Puerto Rico. No disrespect, but just like when he came out, it just looked generic. With a mm -hmm. werewolf mask, and I don't know what he was wearing. It was like a jacket type thing, and just a ba like Baron Corbin type pants. 
Yep. <laughs> well, this was, I think, his first appearance in the state, so it was interesting, at least. Yeah, so hopefully I see more. Uh, from there, uh, Rob Lott made an announcement. He was coming out to address Ooh. the tag title situation and get interrupted by the Mason. And Matthew and Matthew Ryan Shapiro. I have a lot to say about this, but oh, go, go, no, go uh, first. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Hold on, Ray. Do you want to mention what they came out for? Okay. Uh, the Masons wanted that. Uh, they wanted the title shot. Basically, LAX or EYFBL, whatever you want to call them. They issued an open challenge. Anyone in the back, and Rob Blatt was going to address. Who accepted the challenge? However, the Masons came out, addressed, oh yeah, give us a title shot. Rob Ladd says, yeah, it's not you. Anyone but you. You guys aren't getting title shots. They're pissed. And here comes Move Blackman. This is when Ben marks out because he's wearing his design on his t-shirt. He was! He was wearing the shirt I designed him. <laughs> Big props to you, brother. Thank you so much for wearing it, man. That was... One of the most gratifying moments for any freelancing artist is to see their work actually get used. So that was I'm a real thank. Thank you so much. And Do you want to describe it for the fans? It's he's wearing a shirt that says "Blackman Power," obviously an ode to the Black Power movement of the late '60s and early '70s. And uh, I used in the design the Black Power fist. I gave him a nice font and a nice circle. Uses red and uh, uses red and green in there. And gave it this nice crackled look, and yeah, it came out really great. And he put it on a black tee, and it it looked freaking dope on him, dude. So smooth, Blackman. Thank you so much, brother, for repping some of my work because that that means the world to me. And big thanks to Evander James for always having my my uh, my, my logo. I designed him on the back of his vest, like everywhere he goes. That that also means the world to me. So to anybody out there who ever wears anything I make, you're doing my heart. So good, man, because it, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a gratifying feeling. And if you're an indie uh, wrestler, hit up Ben. He'll fucking hook you guys up if you need anything. I've designed for a lot of people, man, and I could use some more clients. So hit hit me up. My DMs is open. <laughs> he does ben, some great work, so hit him up. Basically, Ben's saying, "I am a whore. Give me money." Uh, yeah, pretty much. Fuck it. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're a fucking. If you're a main eventer or a goddamn backyarder, I could give two shining shits. If you got money, I'll take it. Well, there you go. Ben needs the money. As long as I know the way. He needs the way to the bank. I know the way to the bank. So from there. Yep. Basically. Okay. As far as a match goes, this was okay as a two-on-one. Uh, the beatdown afterwards was fine as well with Chris Cena coming out and trying to help his friend and Smooth Blackman covering him to protect him. There was like, this is what kind of threw me off about this whole Shapiro and the Masons dynamic, is that the Masons do, like, are gentlemen-like, so they're basically shaking each other's hands. Shapiro sticks his hand out, and they just don't acknowledge him. This is... It feels like this is just a gig. There's no chemistry. It looks awkward. It, like Shapiro with the Masons. Right now, it doesn't fit. Uh, well, you're going to be like, well, because of a handshake. It's like, I, the Masons, I noticed this when they come out with Shapiro. They don't acknowledge him. Shapiro is just there. 
you have to think about you have to think about what also this could be is. It's about they were just given to Shira. This was a gift from uh, Prince Nana. They still have to get accustomed to. Hey, this is the new guy we have to follow. We know we're good, but we have to be his worth. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's just that the small details get to me. Ben, what do you think of this? I can't. I'm more inclined to give it a chance, but I definitely see everything you're talking about. Bear in I'm mind, like it, I'm, I'm giving it a chance. Jim, let's bear in mind, like Jim Cornette didn't click with everybody that he managed like instantly. It took some time to like. What are you talking about? He dealt well with bombastic Bart and Bodie's mob. What are you talking about? Did you make those up? No, that's no, a real he, thing. What's funny? He's not the the, the, the new uh, rockers. <laughs> Wait, are those seriously their names? This was in the Attitude Era, but look this yeah. up. Holy shit, wow. Bodacious Bob. That sounds like something I'd make, like a child who doesn't know what wrestling is and made up a name. Ben, it was basically Bart Gunn and Bob Holly repackaged as the Midnight Express. <gasps> Bart Gunn and Bob Holly. That'll put butts in seats. Yep. Then one Brawl for All tournament match and it's over. <laughs> oh my god. Are we ever going to talk about the Brawl for All on this thing? I don't um, know. I we could do that for a golf, like, rewind or something, throwback. I'm, I'm, I'm the owner of this shit. I say no. I don't <laughs> want to watch Brawl for all matches. Because <laughs> you have to. Me and Ben can do it. I'm saving uh, you the trouble. Don't do it. Okay, okay fine. Okay, so from there, handicap match. Um, unfortunately, Mason's old. You basically said it, right? Standard stuff. No, but stuff. Mason's gold. Mason's gold. Yeah, basically. Okay, so from two, there, we two, go. Two people's too, uh, too much for spoon. Okay, so six-man tag match. How's the gang going? Anthony Gango, Juba, and Smiley take on Monte and Larger Than This was a real... This is when the show started to pick up. This was... Okay, you get you get six of the best workers you have. Put them all together. This was fucking... There were too many cool moments in this to count. Like, friggin' Monte... Yeah. Friggin' Monte, like, and Brian Burgundy powerbombing... Juba, that was amazing. Smiley with another insane moonsault off the top rope. That was awesome. Crazy dives to the outside. Brian Burgundy, can I just say, Brian Burgundy and, like, Smiley have killer fucking in-ring chemistry, dude. Like, I'd see a one-on-one just of those guys because that was – those two always, like, mix it up so good in the ring. And, of course, Gangone's a fucking pro, and he crushed it in there as usual. I find it weird seeing, like, Gangone in, like, these lower-tier matches, though. I'm, I'm so accustomed to him, A, having a belt on him, and B... And main eventing shows. Main eventing is, or, like, co-main it's, it's eventing still, shows. It's still weird to me, but as far as this match goes, this is a really good six-man tag. Yeah, two former world champions, uh, actually three if you count TJ. Uh, TJ, Gangone, and Smiley, you had Juba who was over with the crowd, even though a lot of people that we know don't understand why. Because uh, he's, because he's Juba, goddammit. Basically, he's I don't Juba. like Juba. I love, I like Juba, too. Most people uh, with souls tend to like Juba. And Juba doesn't like all of them. And some people hate, <laughs> most people hate Juba, but those people are most likely racists and seal clubbers. Whoa! Damn it, Ben. See, see, this okay. is okay. It, it's, okay. It's right back. It's gonna get us kicked off the iTunes and Stitcher Radio and all the other social media. I'm podcasts. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Alex. I'm pretty sure Alex Jones is on iTunes, so we ain't going anywhere. 
and the and the Paul brothers are still on YouTube. So yeah, that's, that that just tells us the world that they were. Shit's real. Shit's but, relative, uh, man. Was, I wanted to finish uh, Monte and Burgundy, top prospects. Uh, once again, showing what they can do. Uh, I think House of Gang going wins with uh, this match, right? Ah, uh, yeah, but the finish. Do you guys remember the finish being the Mason assist? Yes, this is this was uh, kind of out of nowhere, I guess. I guess they're not officially with them, but they just repaid a favor. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Maybe trying to get some insurance, you know. I think they're Having just House of Gang going in your back pocket. They, I think more they were. I think more they were just taking out larger than life because they see them as a threat. Mm, that's, that's there's a lot of ways too. to look at. There's a lot of ways to look so at. So the Masons yeah. can transition to Marconi and Burgundy, and then uh, Smiley and Juba can go for the tag titles, which they should be the champions at this point. But I'm fine with who the current champions are. Yep. Okay. Point. From there. Uh, we have a nice little intermission, if I don't, if I recall. You try to come at me, I remember. <laughs> With tape right. on your hands. Yeah, I taped my fist because I won the championship. You almost yeah. got the hard. You almost got the hardcore bet belt too when Ray was asleep, but things didn't quite work out that way. Yeah, I'll get. To I that have too many friends. I, I have I'll, too many I'll, I'll get to that at the end of this review. Okay, so from there, we go to another championship match in the Crown Jewel. Championship match with Evander James, with Matthew Ryan Shapiro taking on the notorious one eight seven seven. Sorry, representing LAX. Agent homicide, dumb idiot. Agent homicide, dumb idiot. <laughs> fucked up your nickname. <laughs> Sorry, I'll say it one more time. The notorious one eight seven. He still fucked up the audio. <laughs> <laughs> homicide. Just homicide. Homicide. Homicide versus Evander James. Come on. I liked how this match started. I'll say that. Uh, homicide had none of this. Just no introduction. Just fucking let me beat the shit out of your ass and let me get your title. This was a very physical match. Stuff enough. These two was slugging the living shit out of each other. Yeah, and then out of all these people in the match, the person that gets hurt is Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> and all he did was jump off the ring. Shapiro taking crazy bumps in this match. That was surprising. He took a bump like Jeff Hardy did at WrestleMania. I know. <laughs> Poor Shapiro. He popped his ankle, I think, right? Something like uh, that. So he popped something. Well, still with injury and all, Evander James is able to secure the victory. No, I'm saying, oh, by the way, for people that uh, want to... Shapiro hurt himself after the match. Yeah. It wasn't even during the match. Yeah, uh, I think Vander had the hand on the ropes and pulling the tights, I think. So Evander narrowly got out of this. Yep. Uh, as far as Evander goes, he did really good in this match. Nothing yep. nothing sloppy, nothing... Basically, he was Evander James at 100%. Mm-hmm. And homicide, and homicide is homicide at this point. Basically a brawler, guy that just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben, your thoughts? Pretty good. Uh, not as good as his match with Gacy at the last one. I thought that match was a little bit, a bit of a better back and forth showcase of both men's talents. But this was still fun. Really, I think the finish kind of killed it for a little bit. But other than that, I thought it was a perfectly enjoyable match. Mm. Well, from there, it went to women's action. It was Sonya Show taking on La Picaria, Ivalice Bella. Okay. How 
can we try and be nice? Okay, I'm going to say this. As far as the match, it was good, but they moved around like they were in water. This is sadly becoming a trend. Sonya Strong is really, really good, but her matches as of late haven't been delivering like they used to. And I really don't know what the problem is. The other thing that's bugging me is, like, why isn't Violet wrestling? She has the belt. She has the bodyguard. Put her in this match with Ivelisse, because obviously, honestly, the story's there. Violet's been been portrayed as the baddest bitch in HOG, and you just bring in the baddest bitch in fucking women's wrestling, Ivelisse. That's easy enough. But guys, Violet did compete. She did get, get in the corner. <laughs> well, you're bullshit. That doesn't count. But guys, she defended the champions. <sighs> By the way, she has this belt. This has never been one defense yet. There's been three. <laughs> ben, help me. Uh, I, I, I ain't got no dog in this fight, man. You're on your own. Sorry, uh. wins. That's it. Sonya wins the match. And Ivelisse impromptu title match. Ivelisse goes over. Not Ivelisse. Uh, Violet goes over. Okay. Yeah, Ivelisse wins the title. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Ivelisse also saw my like, baddest bitch in the building. Ivelisse signed it. She said, at least this person knows what's real. Wow. Okay. From a uh, title, real title match, HOG World Tag Team Championship matchup. LAX, again, open challenge. Accepted by the private party. Hey, it's your best buddies. We've we've settled it. We're cool now. Everything's okay. Lies. Ten ten dick seconds later. And ten dick seconds later. <laughs> no, we had some shots. We had some shots. Uh, as far as this match was, it's a basic LAX versus private party match, but it was really, really, really good. It's LAX and EY, it's EYFBO and Private Party. These matches have been good forever. Never, never, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Santana was on, on top rope. Then he gets... Uh, was it Hurricane Run off the top and then Isaiah catches him with an RKO? Ah, uh, yes, that occurred. It was interesting. That spot was the match. See, now that's an RKO out of nowhere. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> Come on, you know where I was going. It was good. It was a really good spot. It actually did come out of nowhere. And it was actually, it wasn't a botch. It was actually really done perfectly. I gotta say, I love these matches. UFBO, LAX, whatever you want to call them. Like, private party. It's, it's like the best of like 100 with these two teams. The first time I ever saw them was actually at Civil War. And they just get better. It's yeah, amazing to see them. The drama's there and the history. The chemistry is off the charts. Yep. Uh, ben, what do you think? I thought this match was dope. Loved it front to back. So much fun. Let these dudes wrestle all the time because they're so good. <laughs> well, now you get Smiley and Juba in the mix as well. Oh, get them in there. Oh, yeah. Get them Once in again, there. Go, go to do the attack. However, from Table there, you get... Is a chairs match. Book it. <laughs> From there, okay, you okay, get all okay, of okay, LAX. Okay, okay. Diamante and Homicide make the save. Stare yes, down. Out of nowhere. Stare down between House of Gangone and Ayak. I was in trouble. 
And then. Okay. Here we go. And go. then. So. Hey, come on. L.A. So. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. Before we get to anything. Hey, Cavill. What's the deal with that wetsuit? You going swimming? <laughs> for those who don't know, we brought a sign for Loki tributing his time in NXT opposite Michael McGillicuddy. And we got retweeted. We got two things. One, we got retweeted by OS by Jay Hunter of OSW Review. So thank shout, you. shout out to Jay Hunter and OSW. We love your show. We love your show. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. And when Loki comes down the aisle and best, sees, he's in, all, he's in all serious mode because he's about to. He takes one look at that fucking sign, looks at you, gives a little smirk, and flips you the bird with his leather gloves. <sighs> this is the I, best I, night I, ever. I was, I was, <laughs> I was hoping you kicked the shit out of both you Yeah, Ray, you wouldn't say that about us. We're friends. I love low-key, though. <laughs> I don't know who this low-key is you're referring to. I am speaking of we're NXT... We were talking about Caval. About NXT Season 2 winner, Caval. You going swimming? <laughs> you going swimming? Caval, it means flute, right? Okay, I want to mention this. I mentioned on this show that I don't like low-key. After this match, it changed my opinion. <laughs> Finally! Because like five minutes into five minutes into this match, the ref goes down. And by the way, this I don't know what Zan actually slipped this dude, but he was out for like twenty minutes. Come on, man! He got punched in the face head. with a chair. Red, red, and red and low key make their way to the stage, and in what can only be described as a Mortal Kombat cutscene, these. Play the Mortal Kombat theme. These dudes. These dudes. You know, the more you say add something in post, I'm not going to do it. Don't put it in post. <laughs> Don't put it in post. Okay, so what happens... The pride of the fans of the fun and joy. So if you paid, if you paid general admission and sat in, the, sat in the back row, this is where you got your money's worth because they square off like a video game Red grabs a chair, and Loki takes out two big-ass police SWAT team batons. And Actually, it's, it was the things from the chairs. You, was, yep. Uh, you yeah. you could have... No, it was a martial arts stick. You could have... You could have started playing Duel of the Fates from Star Wars over this. Because these two started combat. kicking, flipping, punching, hitting each other with the weapons. This was... A martial arts action scene carried out by two fucking pros. This was so fucking cool. And then they make their way back to the ring and they proceed to just start slugging the living shit out of each other. There was this moment where Loki had amazing red in his arms and he was just like, It's nothing personal. It's for money. I'm sorry. And it's just like, God damn it. This was amazing. And speaking of, Amazing Red sticks the landing and finally, finally beats Loki. I. 16 
16 years. 16 years in the making finally beats him. And then Anthony Gangone comes out of the ring, pretty much goes to the locate and says, You had one fuck. Let me do my best Gangone here. God damn it, pal. You had one fucking job to do here. <laughs> it's my, my half-hearted approximation. Hang on, let me get into the character. That is not very nice. There we go. You had one fucking job to do here, and you couldn't fucking do it. I paid you all this money. Now kick his little ass. And then low-key... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god, Anthony Gangone, if you listen to this, don't kill me, please. I don't want to take a dreams by the waterfall. Oh, you heard that? Oh, you heard that Gangone? He said, "Kill." He said, "Kill me." No. Dreams <laughs> by the waterfall for that. I don't want to take dreams by the waterfall. Anyway, Loki pops him in the mouth, sends crowd home happy. Show over. This was holy shit. This main event was so freaking good. I cannot wait for the HOG live of this. So you know what? Shameless plug, I don't care. Subscribe to the House of Glory Wrestling YouTube page for as soon as this comes out and follow them on the social because holy shit, if they're putting out content like this, you can see why they're changing the game, brother, because this was yeah. epic. If, if, you, if you want a reason to start uh, watching House of Glory, start with this. Yep. Loki versus Amazing Red. Uh, my thoughts on this match, when they got on the stage, I just immediately thought of Street Fighter, Tekken, Injustice, Mortal Kombat. I was screaming Mortal Kombat nonstop. Mortal uh, Kombat! And then, like, I think me and Ben tried to sing the song, but it failed miserably. And then, in the meantime, the people around us would just look at the ref being like, Wake the fuck up! <laughs> but that didn't work. Um, the, one, the one thing I can kind of be negative about this match is that they set up a chair in the corner that wasn't used ever. I was expecting one of them to just, like, run into it, but no. Uh, Loki's double foot stomps, oh my god. I If I was a wrestler, I would be like, nope, not taking that. I am not letting him jump. Can't, be, bother can't be bothered with that nonsense. Cannot be bothered with that nonsense. I, I, I want to breathe tonight, buddy. That is not happening to me. Uh, and like Ben mentioned, uh, Corkscrew Moonsault. He actually landed this perfectly. I was really happy about Picture that. Picture perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, Red with the win. And uh, what kind of threw me off a little bit, too, is that the, the show was about over the lights are up, and Red weaves the title in the ring. That caught me off a little off guard. That caught me off guard. I don't know if this means Amazing Red is done or not, but if it is, they didn't make it clear. So... I know I say this a lot, but it has applicability here. Definitely put a pin in that one because this one will this one will definitely be one to watch. So HOG, beware the fury. High marks for you guys. This was an absolutely great night of wrestling. But uh, this Saturday night in Hoboken, things are going uh, things are going to be a little different. If you don't mind, can I plug? Can I plug for a moment? All righty then. I make it no secret. I, on the side of working on this show, I also lend my services to Capital Wrestling over in Hoboken, New Jersey. And this Saturday night, we are going to be bringing you H. Uh, we were going to be. I'm sorry, I got H O G on the brain. No, we're bringing. What we do? No, we're bringing H O G. Oh, God, no, no. We got. We have. Uh, it's going to be Capital. It is going. <laughs> no, it's going to be Capital Wrestling Masterclass. It is going to be an absolutely amazing show. We have so many great, talented people 
ready to bring you an amazing card. We have the poster right here. It is going to be Masterclass in the main event. It is going to be Ken Dixon, the bald bastard, defending his disputed Capital Wrestling Championship against the greatest unsigned talent in the Northeast, Mr. Big Eric Royal. In oh, I thought you were about to say Papadon. <laughs> Papadon! <laughs> <laughs> in the co-man event, it is going to be it is going to be the Sapphire TV Championship match brought to you by Sapphire NYC. It is going to be the Colossal One, Mike Law, defending his title against the Memfo Mofo. It's going to be that's going to be a hard-hitting matchup. Of wait, course. wait, 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 the Mofo? Yeah, the Memfo Mofo. Yep. You gotta come to the Capitol, man. That's awesome. Do I need to storm the Capitol from? Yes. It. Then it's going to be. It's gonna, be a good match. It's going to be. It's going to be the end game. It's going to be the end game. Paul Jordan going one on one with the extreme redneck. That's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Another big ass Haas fight. Gotta love those. Then it's going to be. Of course, how can I forget about this? It's probably the third main event that night. Our triple main event is going to be the man formerly known as Preston Quinn, now known as the Master of Excellence, bringing his crusade against sports entertainment back to Hoboken as he takes on the last one to die, the Deathmatch King Jeff Cannonball. Big what ass. What do you mean, Ben? What are you afraid? What? The Master of Excellence and Preston Quinn are two different people. What are you talking about? <laughs> Corner. Those are two different guys. Corner. Man. Corner. Two different guys. Corner. And next up, it's going to be Sizzlin' Stan Styles, accompanied by Porsche Vaughn, taking on my oh, boy man. and yours, the psycho Superman Smiley. Okay, can you explain? I, I still need someone to explain. Stan Styles. Okay. His gimmick is basically a stripper. Yes. Basically, yes. And you have, and you have Portia Vaughn, whose gimmick is a feminist. Yes. Yeah. How does this work? <laughs> Essentially, I think it's because, like, Stan is uh, kind of a dumbass. She might see him as easy to manipulate. He's kind of, he's more into himself than he is women. So I think that's why. Yeah. Have you seen his Facebook? <laughs> well, <laughs> babe of the week. Babe of the week. Yeah, but time is shake weight wins. Moving. Call Venus when you need him. Moving Hello, ladies. Hey. Moving oh on God. from that one, we have the returning, to the anointed one, Timmy Danger, is going to be bringing his gospel back to the Capitol with his uh, disciple, really good Ryan Zane, and they're going to be going... Two on two with the team of the native beast Nyla Rose and her confidant, her butt guy, Rump Thump. I kid you not, he is her. What is happening at the Capitol? <laughs> you gotta come to the Capitol, bro. That's why you gotta come. This is Rump Bump. Rump the no Rump, rump thump. thump. Rump Thump. It's rump. a hashtag. Come to the Capitol. You'll find out why. Don't forget, also, there's going to be a four-way dance, a four-way dance showcase match is going to be Kit Osborne versus Swipe Right Joe Keys versus KTB versus the Bad Apple Matt McIntosh. That's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Let's go, McIntosh. Hell yeah, and don't forget, in perhaps the greatest feud of our generation. Avenging Ben makes his in I wish, but no. <laughs> Hot Dog Starks will be will be going one on one with the abominable CPA over presumably their love of Steve Blackman. Hands up, no. no. Hands up, yes. No. Classic, classic in the making. 
That's going to break Dave Meltzer's record scale. In the match that's already been rated six stars by Dave Meltzer. This will work if Steve Blackman is there to kick them both in the head for being marked. We'll see. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that is the card for Capital Wrestling Masterclass, our ode to old school wrestling brought to you for the modern fan this Saturday in Hoboken, New Jersey, February 10th. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time is 8 p.m. 301 Garden Street in glorious Hoboken, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, we say it in our branding all the time. Come to the Capitol, and you will not be disappointed. So, guys, I don't think it's finally time to start wrapping it up. But before we go, uh, Mike, uh, concerning the Hardcore Championship, you went into HOG with a lot of... uh, a lot of promises that you were going to finally win it back, but I don't see a strap around your shoulder. So, can you explain exactly? Can you actually explain to me how Raymond was able to elude you? For those who don't know, Raymond fell asleep, and Mike was all ready to pin him. When uh, Tom, what happened, Mike? So I'm about to pin him, and then basically a bunch of people bombard me, get in my way, and then when I get to that chair of his. He's no longer there. I run outside. He gets in a car. And who do I see in the driver's seat? Trixie. Smiley's little buddy. So, uh, that's... That this happened. Is bullshit. This is bullshit. Hey, they're giving me a run. <laughs> I was tired. There's a conspiracy against me. There's a conspiracy against me on this stupid show of mine. I love how it's a conspiracy against you. How how oh, come God. on my show I can't win my belts? And when I do win them, I immediately lose them to you two jackasses. Calm yourself, I man. Drawing them. Shut up. And I keep losing them to the bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. And I have to deal with the green haired Holy Quinn lookalike. Uh, I think she's poison ivy. Right? I'm letting you know now. Watch your back this week. I am getting my hardcore title. Well, definitely. We will definitely have to see where that goes. But guys, unfortunately, we are all out of time this week on this edition of the GAWP. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Without you guys, there is no fucking show. And guys, we love bringing this to you every week. But you know what goes a long way? subscribing hit that subscribe button on itunes and don't forget to leave us a little review that goes a long way so don't forget you can follow us on the good old social medias you can follow us on facebook and twitter at the general admission wrestling podcast on facebook and on twitter you can follow us at the gawp show you follow us there also don't forget we have two gawp youtube channels available for you guys the main general admission wrestling podcast youtube channel where we post all sorts of random stuff and the Ray Ray Mundo GAWP channel where him and Whole Milk Mike have a weekly GAWP WWE 2K18 universe mode. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Check that right. out. And my Ma- name will change in, I think, 60 more days. Yeah, <laughs> to, sorry about to, that there. To, to Cop Games. So don't worry about that. Uh, uh, for everybody to know, next week we might be playing Injustice. Ooh, so that'll be fun. And uh, speaking of next week, we may or may not be having a very special guest on the show next week, but nothing's confirmed just yet, so we'll definitely keep that. Mike? Nothing. You said nothing. Nothing. We'll tell them them when we get there. But, Mike, tell them where they can download the show. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Fantastic. And Raymond, I know that. And and Ray, tell them where they can get themselves a Avenging Ben t-shirt, a Whole Milk Mike t-shirt, 
uh, Ray Raimundo t-shirt, and uh, why the hell does he have two Matt the Daddy Koffler t-shirts? Keep using that joke. Where can they? Where can they get them, Ray? Oh, funny. Well, if you don't know the way, you can go fantastic so guys that's gonna do it for us this week once again guys once again we kept things real this week because it was a lot a lot of people stepping up this week trying to be billy badass trying to even me even even whole even mikey over here so yeah, guys to step up to me. Is everybody trying to step up so guys we started it off out of character let's end it back in character once again because we love having also, fun don't, don't tell them to don't forget to vote Oh God, yes! Right, don't forget if you have a computer, a phone, and a device of some kind where you can punch in a link, vote for us in the 2018 Running Radio Smarky Awards because we're we're ahead in the polls at the moment, but another show is slowly gaining on us. So guys, every vote goes a crazy long way. Click that button until your computer explodes. I don't care, but and for the and for the few people, no, we are not Fat Man and Jew. No, we are not. <laughs> Even though, honestly, we should be. We should be. <laughs> the fat, we are the fat man and the Jew. If you don't know who the fat man and the Jew is, leave. Leave. <laughs> Out. But still, guys, thank you very much. Don't forget to vote. And guys, once again, without you, there is no show. I'm Avenging Ben. I think I'm Hulk Mike. And I'm the Law Raramundo. Don't forget to don't forget to enjoy professional wrestling, kids, because it's one of the best things on earth. And Mike, tell them, don't forget to join the madness of Trixie's to end on my fucking way. And follow the law. <laughs> you guys have a sick night. Bang. Yeah.